This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change the world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And this week, we're going to be talking about confidence and ways that you can harness and develop your own confidence. And I'm going to be telling you about a free series that I'm doing um, on confidence. It's called Morning Mindset. I'll be telling you that, about that a little bit later in this show, and um, which is an opportunity to be able to kind of go through a step-by-step of developing your confidence um, over time. So it's about five Five minutes, you devote five minutes a day and see pretty consistent uh, change in your confidence. So, okay, uh, confidence. What is it that we really need in order to develop this part of our life? We need to be able to connect with the things that strengthen us. So, you know, you've probably heard me talk before, and if you haven't, about how self-care is critical to your, you know, your being able to be your best self. It's like anything I said, self-care is anything that confirms or affirms who you are. Well, confidence kind of goes hand in hand with that, which is that, you know, when you are taking really good care of yourself and you're confirming and affirming who you are, naturally what's going to happen is that you're going to feel more confident. You feel stronger. That's probably the best way to say it. When we do these things, we feel stronger. And so we're more able to face the challenges that come our way in life. And when we're feeling Less that when we haven't taken care of ourselves, when we haven't done things that confirm and affirm us, then we start to uh, feel weaker and we have less confidence. And so there are certain things that we need to pay attention to in order to develop that confidence. And, uh, you know, we need to pay attention to, you know, the people, the situations and the thoughts and the feelings that support us in being able to um, really be as confident as we want to be. So there's another component of this that I'm not really going to touch on uh, today very much, but that is that we also need to start to eliminate things that um, get in our way. And we need to begin to uh, harness or anchor states of being that can perpetuate the confidence That's kind of another, those are two other components of it. But what I want to talk about today is along those lines of affirming and confirming, you know, your, yourself, your deeper nature and how that supports our, our confidence. And, um, one of the things that we can do to bolster our confidence is to create, you know, what in, in shadow work terms is called a court. 
Um, and other people will say it's, um, like a council or, you know, a, um, you know, a round table or something like that of people who are on like they're, they're pro us and, and they're very supportive and they're also able to give very good advice. So having that in your life is something that will really give you a lot of confidence because you don't necessarily need to figure it out all yourself. Um, and, uh, you have people, you have trusted advisors who are going to help you along the way. So let's take a look at what that looks like because, um, there's a lot of ways that that can look sometimes literally that is like, um, a, a board that you have that's connected to your business. Um, sometimes that could be, you know, a meeting that you have with your family, family members over how to care for someone else in your family. Those could be examples of maybe a situational, um, time that you have these advisors, but who are the advisors that you have in your life? Just in general, who are the people that you turn to that know you well enough to be able to advise and support you um, and are going to do that in that way that confirms and affirms you. And we can differentiate here between someone who is able to do that and wanting to do that and someone who is just cheering you on. It might be good to have one or two cheerleaders on your, on your, um, your council, but um, you know, all cheerleaders might not be as helpful. So finding people who know you well enough and have your best interest at heart so that they can then support you in developing and support you in being out in the world and doing the things that you want to do. And that doesn't matter, like whether those are grand plans or smaller plans or whatever, it's just having kind of what we need that um, support and structure that we need, that um, guidance to help us feel confident on a regular basis. So you can think for a moment, like, who are these people in my life? And um, if you're a lucky person, then you can immediately come up with a handful of people that can support you. Um, that's a fortunate place to be. A lot of people don't have that. So you want to think about like, who's the person that I turn to when I'm up against a challenge and I, you know, need some support. Who do I turn to? And if someone comes to mind or a couple people come to mind, wonderful. That's a fabulous step. And you can, um, kind of I would, if you have a pen or paper or something, you can go ahead and write those people down and why it is that you turn to them, what kind of support they give you that helps develop your confidence. Okay. And then, um, say you can't come up with anybody or you can come up with one or two people, but you might want to expand the support that really keeps you, you know, um, expand the support that, that keeps you feeling confident. 
So you can go to either looking at people you might be able to enlist in your life. Where could I find this? What kind of, what kind of support do I need to feel confident? Maybe there's someone who is exceptional in your field. Um, maybe there's someone that you know, just kind of casually that might have some wisdom to share with you that would once again, confirm and affirm who you are, you know, um, just because say somebody's knowledgeable or top of their field, or they've done something before doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be supportive. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that they're both knowledgeable and able to do that affirming of your deeper nature. Um, so you can look out there, okay, who are some other, this would be like kind of the next step of it. Who are some other people that I might be able to, um, enlist and get involved in this, um, this team I'm building. And you can write those down and you can write down why. And I suggest taking action steps in that direction. So doing something to bring those people on board. If you're not aware of those people, then the next step of that would be looking at where can, where might you be able to find people who could be part of that team, that council that helps you feel confident. So where could you find these people? And then that would be the first step to find, to go to look about where you can find them and then, then to go on to enlist them and, and, you know, use them to help really strengthen you. Now, if you wind up getting kind of backed into a corner here and your thought is, uh oh, you know, I don't really feel like I have people that do that affirming and confirming of who I am so that I feel more confident, then what I would say is start to, um, imagine people, not in the sense of like your, you know, your seven foot tall rabbit, but in the sense of, you know, who are the people, um, the figures, uh, in your, in your mind and your psyche that have, um, that seem like they are good supports for you. So we use our imagination and this could be someone from history. This could be, you know, um, a family member that's passed away. It could be um, a, sort of a made up character. But what it is, is it's really we're going to this internal sense of support uh, and our, our kind of our internal representations of that. And by getting in touch with those, we are then able to um, start to create this dialogue with these parts of ourselves that are more confident, that are clearer, that kind of thing. And that then helps us overall. So we can turn to these parts of ourselves that we might not directly identify with, but these parts of ourselves and call on them for, for some, some wisdom to help us be able to like feel the strength of who who it is that we are. So that would be kind of the people end of things of getting our confidence up and in line. It's just like, I think of another way to say this. It's, it's kind of like building the, um, uh, the, the structure, building the, the support around yourself 
so that it, it's almost like a, a confidence barrier, so to speak, in the sense that it strengthens you and provides you with multiple layers of this, you know, uh, this confidence, this uh, connection to yourself. Um, so when, when we also, I'm just going to give a mention to this. I said, I'm not really going to talk about it today, but you know, you also want to take a look to see if there are people who are, are undermining your comp- confidence. And, um, and, and that's a really good place to, um, to make, take some action. And especially when you're doing something that requires you to feel stronger and more confident, it's especially important that you're not engaging um, with people who are sort of dragging you down or making you feel less confident. Um, You know, some of this stuff can feel or sound a little bit, um, you know, obvious where it's just like, oh, well, okay, so of course I want to be around people who support me and, and, and me, my being my best so I can feel more confident. I want to get away from those people who don't. But the, the difference where it always makes a difference is not the knowing of it, it's the application of it. And it's the degree to which we can apply it. That's what really changes the game. So first we need to kind of become aware, oh yeah, okay, I need to do more of what works, less of what doesn't. But then the next part is, okay, now I need to remain conscious enough to keep making choices, the healthy choices that really serve and support me. And that's where it really becomes kind of like a game, a game changer, because at that point we are, um, you know, we're, we're applying the things that we know to create the kind of states that we want to be in on a regular basis. So in addition to the people, um, we also want to start to assess situations, right? Because situations also strengthen us or don't strengthen us. So let me tell you a, like a little story about this. And, um, so if you've ever had the experience, and I know I very much have had the experience, um, you know, where you're doing something that you are very good at, uh, and, you know, you're talking on a topic that you're particularly good at, you're practicing a skill that you're particularly good at. And then you wind up in a situation where what, for whatever reason it is, um, it's like, it just, it just doesn't work. It's like, you can't, it's like, you can't either get things to work the way that they usually do. You can't express yourself the way that you want to, you know, there's a, there's a number of different ways that it can show up, but it's all of a sudden you went from, okay, I know that I have this this skill, I feel pretty confident about it. And now all of a sudden I'm in this situation where I really don't feel confident. And some of that can be, I've reached a new level and this is a new level of challenge. And so that's usually when you start harnessing your feelings, your thoughts, the people, so that you can rise to this new level of challenge. However, sometimes it's not that at all. Sometimes it's almost like a chemical reaction where between you and a situation, it's just really not an ideal situation for you. And we want to become aware of this, where the ideal situations are 
and where the, you know, the ones that are not supportive are. And so we want to stop putting ourselves out there in situations that are, you know, for no fault of our own or no amount of our, our ability are, they shut us down. They don't showcase us in the best possible way. A really great thing is if you've ever done that, if you've, you know, you've ever looked through like a stack of art on the ground or something like that, where you're like flipping through this, the stacks of art and you can see something, you'd be like, wow, that's really great. Right. But then you take it and you put it in a frame and you put it on the wall and that's an entirely different experience. Right now it has this, it has this context that shows it to have much more value, right? It's shown off in a way. Just the same as you could take something like that, you can take a, um, you know, you can take a piece of art and you can put it in a context that really brings out its worst characteristics. Maybe the wall that's behind it is the absolute kind of wrong color for the painting in the sense that it, it makes it look worse rather than better. And that's the way that our context, our situations then impact, you know, how we're feeling about ourselves. And once again, this is not a hard rule. Like never put yourself in situations that are challenging. Of course we want to put ourselves in situations that are challenging so that we can grow. But we also want to acknowledge when there are situations that just really don't serve us. And I find that happens all the time for people in both business and in their personal lives, especially in their relationships where they, they believe like, oh, okay, I need to do X in order to be successful in my business. I need to be a great speaker in order to be successful in my business. But speaking isn't the best showcase of what it is that I have to offer. Now what? Right. And some people will insist on kind of going down that road, even though it doesn't really strengthen them. It doesn't really, you know, affirm their work. And so therefore what they experience in that situation is often experienced as a lack of confidence. And then, you know, there are situations that are, um, you know, there, there are other situations that people encounter around this kind of stuff where they're, um, you know, they, oh, in relationships, that's what I want to talk about. In relationships, they have, um, you know, they go into, say, a dialogue, a conversation about something that's really important in a way that really doesn't work with them, like, say, on the fly, where they're doing something else, and it really doesn't allow them to think through what it is that they're saying, and maybe there's someone who makes kind of offhand comments, and so then they develop a lack of confidence because of the fact that they are, um, they're in these, they're like, oh, I can't communicate or I can't do relationship or the, you know, some kind of belief comes out of that, that then has them feeling not so great about themselves, right? Because they've, you know, they've, um, set themselves up in these situations that don't really work for them. 
So instead they could say, yes, right. Okay. This isn't a good time for me to talk. How about we approach it this way? And then they go into it. Then they're more successful. Then they feel more confident. They feel more, both more confident going in and they feel more confident, um, uh, while they're in the situation and as a result of this situation. So we'll talk a little bit more about confidence when I come back. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, um, and then we'll be coming back talking a little bit more about situations and then thoughts and feelings and how to really use those to feel more confident. So I will be back in just a couple minutes. Educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. The question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers, and this time we've been talking about confidence, and specifically, what is it that you can do to really support your confidence, to have more confidence in your life? Pretty much uh, most people, that's a very common need of people. If you look on the uh, internet, for example, you find out that confidence is one of the most frequently uh, researched personal development issues. So many people feel that they do not have the type of confidence that they want to have. And, um, and so they go looking for this. And I think some of what it is is actually how we label confidence. And one of the pieces of that is about confidence being a skill. A lot of times people think, okay, I feel confident or I don't feel confident or I feel confident because I have an ability or something like that. 
but really we can develop our confidence uh, throughout the course of our life um, and in all areas of our life. Which is a very helpful thing to do. So I was talking to you at the beginning of the show about um, my free series, the Morning Mindset free series, and I want to let you get connected with that. So if you go to my website, which is www.katesigner.com, and then you're going to put in. So that's this is the whole thing, www.katesigner.com, and then forward slash morning dash mindset forward slash. That's going to bring you to the place to sign up. All you have to do is enter your email information and you will automatically get put in the system. You're going to get a video every single morning. And that video is going to be an aspect of like a teaching on confidence. And then from there, it's going to be something that you can do. So it's one part teaching and one part action. And it lasts over, it comes five days a week for the course of a month. So through that time, you can do things that are going to strengthen your confidence in just a small amount of time and effort and delivered directly to your inbox. So that is katesigner.com forward slash morning dash mindset forward slash. All right. So before the break, we were talking about situations and how our context can really make a big difference in how we're feeling and how confident we're feeling. Um, and so sometimes when we're in a particular uh, context, um, even if we're doing something that we feel very confident about, we can have a lack of confidence. And so what I was suggesting is setting yourself up for success is what I would call it. Starting to learn what are the environments that really support you and what are the environments that don't so that then you can choose environments that best support you. And that's a form of confidence in and of itself, that ability to choose things that really support you, right? So just by taking that action, it's like these, these things, they are, they grow on each other. They, they build on each other. So you would want to kind of like every time you do something that supports your confidence in one area, it's going to support your confidence in other areas as well. So with that in mind and looking at these situations, I'd like you to take a moment and write down like, what are situations that I know I feel really confident in? And while it would be good to create a more exhaustive list right now, it might be good to just write down, you know, the question and maybe an answer or two. And then for some people, what's going to happen is that they're going to feel like there aren't situations that they feel confident in because some people don't ever feel like they're confident. So if that's you, it might be helpful to go to the negative first. And you can take a look at what are situations that I absolutely know do not work for me. And it's not enough to just say, for example, I use the, I use speaking. It's not enough to just say speaking or, um, even meeting new people or something like that. It's important to build it out a little bit. You want to know what about it 
what about that situation? What specifically doesn't feel like it works with who you are? So, and, and that takes a little bit more finessing because once again, you want to figure out what are the situations to challenge yourself because it really is a matter of developing the skill and what are the situations that just don't work with who you are. But once you start to engage with this material, once you start to look at situations through this lens, it becomes easier. You know, it becomes easier to start to figure out which is which. In addition to situations, we also have uh, thoughts and feelings. And I say those two together, I'm going to break them apart and talk about both thoughts and feelings. But it's really important that we learn how to use our emotional states and our mental states to support a feeling of confidence. And what a lot of times people who don't feel confident do is they use one or both of those against themselves. And if you've ever been in a situation where you've been worrying about a future case scenario where you really want it to do, it to go well, then that would be a perfect example of not using both of those faculties in a way that supports your confidence, right? So the worry in the form of this could happen, that could happen, I'm this, I'm that, whatever it is, those kind of thoughts, those are going to undermine your confidence. And then the emotion that's, that gets on board there too. Um, you know, the, the sense of anxiety or doubt or, you know, whatever could be sadness, frustration, anger could also come in. So what does it mean to cultivate a, um, mental or emotional state that supports your confidence? I think that that is kind of the most important place to start. And we'll start with thoughts. So what does it actually mean to have thinking that affirms and confirms who you are? What does it mean to have thinking that affirms and confirms who you are, that supports you in being confident? And one of the things that you are probably very familiar with would be something called limiting beliefs. And what are the beliefs that you have about the way that you work, the way that the world works, anything? What are the beliefs that you have that um, undermine your sense of confidence? Okay, so I'm going to take a look at the limiting beliefs. But what we really also want to take a look at is what are the supportive beliefs and how do we start to harness them? Because it's not enough to take positive thinking and slap it on top of negative thinking and think that our lives are going to change. That doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. Um, but we can learn to understand, you know, the way that you think when you're feeling confident and then replicate that. And can you see the difference there? One is I'm not feeling confident right now. And so I'll say, uh, you know, this statement, this affirmation, what have you, I'll say this so that I feel more confident and then, you know, underline the, what usually comes out of that is people say, oh, that didn't work. And they're kind of bummed about it. But so it's not enough to just say, okay, well, I feel really confident. Or if you're not feeling really confident, but what you can do is say, was there ever a situation where I felt confident? 
And if there was, regardless of when it was, regardless of whether it was a big moment or a small moment, if you can find that moment, then what you can do is pay attention to it and say, okay, how was I thinking in that moment? And you can extrapolate that to actually look at other people who are confident and pay attention to how they're thinking and how they're using their mind. But for you for now, it's just like looking at, was there a moment in time where you felt really confident in something, even if you felt really confident and then you didn't get the outcome that you wanted, you know, don't, don't go just to the end of it. Just any point in time where you were feeling confident about doing, being, saying something. And once you connect with that time, then pay attention to, and if you have to guess at this a little bit, that's totally fine, but pay attention to how was it that you were thinking? You know, and what a lot of people will say is they weren't really thinking. (laughs) Um, uh, because there was a way that they were on automatic and, um, in a, in a really positive way, they were kind of in that, that spot that, you know, that the flow of it all. So when you think of, you know, uh, a situation where you felt confident and you're connecting with the, um, the way that you were thinking, what is it? that you can take away from that and allow it to just be one little thing. Like sometimes we go into something and we grab a hold of it. We'll like try to figure out what was it I was thinking and we want to get all of it out and everything like that. You don't need to because sometimes that's more information than you can really apply. But is there one thing that you can take away from the way that you were thinking in that moment that you felt confident that you could apply to a situation in the future? or the present moment? Was there one thing that you were doing that you might be able to replicate? And if there is, it goes to what it was that I was saying, which is confidence is a skill. You can build on this. You know, and if you can get that one thing in place when it comes to your thoughts, you can then add more. You can go back to another situation and you can find another piece that you can apply in order to get your mind on board with this feeling of confidence. So what it works both mentally and emotionally is getting connected with what it is that you want the way that you want to be approaching things and then learning to shift gears, right? So what I did was I talked about a very specific example that you can apply. That's, that is, um, um, to go in and take a tiny piece and take that tiny piece and apply it to your life. And that's a very productive, you know, you do that over and over again and you build your confidence over time. An additional way to do this that sort of works as you can almost take like a group of those things without really understanding them is to be able to take how you're feeling in that moment when you're confident, what you're thinking in that moment that you're feeling confident, and then shift yourself to being in that space. 
Okay. So I'm going to talk more about that when I talk about feelings, right? But just on a mental level, it's just like you can cultivate habits that support you in feeling more confident. In those, in cultivating those habits might look like something like, you know, I'm going to give a presentation and I know that I feel most comfortable and confident when I'm giving a presentation and I've done, I know I've done my research. I know I've planned it out very well, you know, and I know kind of what is the process and order in which I'm going to be speaking Right. Like, so say those are, those are the ways that I know that if I've got those kind of components in place in my mind, that I'm going to feel more confident. And so then it it becomes similar also in relationship. Okay. If, if I need certain things in order to deal with say critical feedback in a relationship, what are they and how can I set myself up to have them? What, what that does is it allows us to sort of take the pattern of what works in our mind and then be aware of it, replicate it, and apply it to another area in our life. Okay? So think about a time where you're, you were really feeling confident. Right. And think about, you know, what it is that the way that you were thinking or how you set yourself up to think that way. Like, what was it that helped you kind of be able to get your mind on track and see if and there you may or may not have access to this information right now, but see if there's a process there a method by which you're able to kind of move from a place of uh, not feeling confident to feeling more confident and see if that's something that once you're aware of, you can then start to build in on a consistent basis, especially and like, especially when you're going towards something that's more challenging. So part of, you know, part of getting your thoughts to be in line to support your confidence is being more aware of what is happening in that confident state. Um, I'll, I'll give one more example before we go to break. I train coaches. And when I train coaches, one of the things that happens is that usually people come in kind of being pretty good at, at helping people, you know, cause that's, that's what got them there. They, they were pretty good at it. So they get there and then they, they start to pay attention to all the things that they don't know, which is necessary. That's a necessary part of the, the learning process. But they start paying attention to all the things that they don't know, and then they start thinking, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know that, and I don't know what. And then they get to this point where they say, I don't know what to do. 
It, I'm like, it, it happens time and time again. And you've probably experienced this yourself. And it's just like, you go from knowing something about something to or all of a sudden feeling like you just don't know anything at all. And then after they've completed that learning phase, right? The next thing that happens is they let go. And that's one, they let go and they just allow what they know to come through. And it, that, it, that allowing of what, what you know to come through is usually a more supportive, is usually more supportive of your confidence. Right. But that's only either. It's only one part of um, our process of learning. So you, you want to know that there are going to be times where you're not going to have that to rely on. But you can look at it like I prepared for this event or I thought about this situ- situation and now I'm going to let go and just allow what I've prepared to come through. And that provides confidence. Okay. So that's a little bit more about, um, confidence and thoughts. And after this next break, I will be back with, um, some more about how to get your feelings online with, uh, your confidence or in support of your confidence. So just a couple minutes and I'll be right back. ready to step into your greatest potential, your potential for joy, love, success, and fulfillment? Dr. Kate Siner's LifeWork Community is a 10-month commitment to the life of your dreams. The LifeWork Community is a place where true freedom is realized. Freedom from repression, struggle, and lack. A place where you can go deep within and explore and transform yourself. A place where you can be seen and celebrated. During your year, you will learn powerful healing exercises, grow from rich transformational experiences, and learn to bring it all out into your daily life while being supported by a like-minded community of people and guided by Dr. Kate's mentorship. For more information, contact admin at katesigner.com with life work in the subject line. We look forward to connecting. Craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesigner.com. Author and educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a Ph.D. in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. 
this is Dr. Kate Seiner, and this is Real Answers, and we've been talking about confidence and specifically the things that can support you in being more confident, like the tricks, the the ways to build the skill. And um, what I've been talking about today is things that support you, things that really help you and to be the strongest you can be so that you can have that sense of confidence. And if you'd like to further develop your sense of confidence, you can go ahead and sign up for my morning mindset series on confidence um, at katesigner.com forward slash morning dash mindset mindset forward slash. So katesigner.com morning um, <laughs> katesigner.com forward slash morning dash mindset forward slash. That's it. All right. So feelings. We're going to wrap up the day with what do we do with our feelings in order to feel more confident. And um, this is such a rich area because very often when we're not feeling confident, what's going on is we have a uncomfortable emotional state. And this uncomfortable emotional state then is that downward spiral in which we feel more and more, um, we feel a lack of confidence more and more. So in order to get your emotions um, to be online with you um, and to really support your confident, confidence, you need to learn how to harness them, which means that you have more direct control over your emotions. Because what's going to happen in the course of life regardless of what you're trying to do is that thing, you know, there's going to be situations that are going to leave you either feeling, you know, not so good or not so skilled or, you know, just sad. Um, so there are all these things that happen in the course of life and our fluctuation in our emotion is totally natural and normal response. But when we're using our emotions unproductively, what's actually happening is that we are locking in a particular emotion. And it's almost like if you were to take a, you know, like a a pan and bang it over and over again, this is what we're doing. We're like taking it and we're like repeating and we're repeating and we're repeating the emotion. And a lot of times when we do that, we're repeating a negative emotion. And so what we want to first learn how to do is to separate those two out and to say that, you know, the thoughts and the emotions don't necessarily go hand in hand, right? So we can, and there's a lot of different tools around that and and skills around that, which is more than I can go into today. But when it comes to getting our emotions clear, we want to make sure that we don't lock them in. Right? which is the, this is the most important piece. I'm going to say the most important piece right up front. And it basically all ties back to that, which is we are at choice about how we feel. That is so key because once we know that, not just have heard it, but once we know that um, our life becomes infinitely less complicated and more successful. 
And the reason is, is because as soon as we truly know that we're at choice about the way that we're feeling, we are able then to start to cultivate the way that we want to be emotionally. And in a situation, we get to move from an emotion that's really not serving us, like a sense of anxiety, to an emotion that really is serving us, like more a state that is really serving us, like confidence. So by, by knowing that we're at choice in our emotions, it kind of changes the game. Um, and if you ever hear yourself saying, this person made me feel, right? Um, I just can't, you know, fill in the blank. Then chances are you're, you know, those two and many more are in this direction of I'm not at choice over how I feel. So if you've said those things, which if you are alive, chances are you have, because we, we do, you know, inevitably, even with a lot of awareness, those things can come out. You, you want to just remind yourself, this is a gentle and kind reminder to yourself that, you know, you are actually in charge of your emotions, even if you can't figure out how to be right now. Because what that does is it creates a break in a very positive way that allows you then to, with the more awareness, to start to make the change. And then the feeling, the getting the feeling state to be supportive of you is what I usually have people do is think about times where they had certain emotions and to lock in those feelings. Okay. So what you do in order to do that, say you think of a time where you felt really, well, you could do confident, but say you think of a time where you felt really happy and you know, you know that feeling happy is going to help you feel more confident. So you want to kind of know how to shift yourself from that feeling of, um, you know, maybe anxiety about something or something negative, you want to switch yourself from that to feeling more confident. I mean, sorry, feeling more happy. So you, you literally take and you allow yourself to shift how you're feeling. This is not a, once again, it's not like you are putting something over how you're actually feeling. Just like you're not putting a thought over a negative thought because that kind of form of repression doesn't really work. But what you can do is you can allow yourself to shift from one way to another. And the difference, what you'll notice is just that it's complete, that you've literally just said, no, then this is how I want to feel in this moment. You've taken charge. You've clarified how it is that you want to feel. And you've moved yourself into that way of being. And so you can practice that and practice that in moments where it's not critical. So think of any kind of state that you would like to be feeling. And I just used happy. So, you know, think of happiness. You want to feel happy. And so you're sitting on the couch one day 
and you're just hanging out. You're not really whatever thinking or feeling very much, but you stop and you do this exercise and you say, okay, well, what if I just choose to feel happy in this moment? How might that change my moment? How might that change how I'm feeling? And when you do that repeatedly, you develop a skill and the skill is to be able to choose your emotional state. Now, granted, there's all sorts of situations where our baggage, where our mind, all kinds of stuff stops us from being able to actually change our emotional state. However, this is just a, you know, a quick way to practice it. You know, you're there in a moment, you're like, let me just choose. What does it feel like? And you can choose any kind of emotional state you want. It is more about proving that you have the ability to shift how you're feeling in a moment, that that you can choose it as much as a situation can dictate it. And that frees up a bunch of inner resources that you have related to your feelings and your confidence. So that's my suggestion for you is to just go ahead and explore that a little bit and find out what it's like to be able to choose and switch your emotional experience. I was also going to say, um, I, I mentioned this before, just that, um, you know, it's so important that we look at the things that don't serve us. So I've been talking about how do we get the things going that we need to in order to strengthen us. That's very important as well. But in order to make progress in that area, sometimes we need to do some cleaning out. So you want to take a look if there's an emotion that you kind of keep banging like that pot and pan, you know, over and over and over again, you keep hearing the clinking, then um, that is a really good place to say, okay, that's probably an emotion that I need to do um, some work around that I need to clear out, um, I, that I need to let go of. And the same thing with like our negative beliefs that I was mentioning earlier. Okay. Um, but for now, that's uh, a few different areas where you can do something to four different areas specifically where you can do something to strengthen your your sense of confidence and really um, develop that so that you can have it at your fingertips as you move through your life. And we're coming to the end of this show today. I want to encourage you to go to katesigner.com forward slash morning dash mindset forward slash. And that is going to connect you with the page where you can sign up for a free series on confidence, just kind of delivered to your inbox in little bite-sized pieces um, to help you be um, healthier, happier, and more confident. Um, I will be talking to you next week and I hope that you have a really great rest of your week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 